You're about to listen to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a mental health and self-acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I have experienced intense anxiety, deep depression and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast, I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Hi there, welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly Martin, and this is episode 99. Now, today I'm going to talk about letting go of social conditioning and why being nice isn't the answer to everything. Now, as a reformed people pleaser, it's taken me a long journey to get where I am today. I can now honestly say hand on my heart, that becoming more blunt, straight talking, no bullshit and sometimes sarcastic, sharing a bit of dry humour and saying no has really lifted me from the box of people pleasing into a place where I am slowly beginning to accept all of who I am. Now, anyone that tells you that you should be nicer, ignore them. For most of us, we probably have been too nice for too long. My self-expression was blocked for a long time, years, 20, 30 years. As I spoke about in the earlier blog posts on my site, I used to cover my mouth when in a group because I feared conflict and was scared of what people would think. Now fast forward to today and I realise how much I would rather say how I feel than hold back. These past few years, through politics of all things, which is not something I really thought about before, and being online, conflict has made me really learn a thing or two about myself, about human behaviour and how so many of us are socially conditioned. My best friend, Michael, he often calls it social lubrication. And we think if someone is mean or critical, we should just be quiet or walk away. And I'm learning how freeing it is to just tell someone to shut up. And I would never have done this a few years back because I wanted people to like me. I had such a a, a low view of myself, but now... Over time, I'm beginning to let the raw, real and sometimes mean girl out. And I kind of like her. And more so, I'm just not apologetic for it whatsoever. To me, this is self-love. This is self-acceptance. 
This is my journey and it's so freeing. And I used to hate myself. I had no self-esteem and no self-worth. These past few years on social media, for example, I have had people criticise me for sharing my voice in a non-polite way. Sometimes I am extremely sarcastic and sometimes I just don't give a shit anymore. And people would look at my, my bio, for example, on Twitter and inform me that someone who speaks or writes about mental health has no right to express themselves in this way. In their eyes, a mental health writer or speaker would be kind, courteous, and not show anything but niceties to everyone around them. And they've soon learned that the hard way that this is not long, not how I roll really, not anymore. Now, in the past, I would have been offended um, when people came at me about my work. I would have gotten deeply triggered by criticism of this kind or any kind. Now I just laugh it off and sometimes become ultra sarcastic. Sarcasm has become a beautiful route for the freeing of my voice. This past week I was called an idiot and this person wished that I never get any more books published. Little did they know I self-published my books and honestly, wishing someone failure not a good look at the best of times for anyone. Another person said that they wish I would go to hell because I added an animation on Twitter, a response to one of our government press briefings relating to how British media have been behaving lately, which has been horrifying. So I told our Prime Minister to press a red button and below it was an animated gif of a puppet in a fiery hell place. It was funny, a joke, but those offended just decided they needed to stalk my profile and, and try to insult me further. I think when you've been a, a people pleaser for so long, initially these insults hurt you to the core. But now, because I've allowed myself to receive so many insults and vicious trolling messages, it just rolls right off me. The moment we know social conditioning has resulted in us being polite when we don't feel it is the moment we've given our power away. Once we start to drop all of that, to allow the raw, wilder person out, the freedom is intoxicating. And one of the added benefits is instead of people maybe mildly liking you or tolerating you, you get people who either hate you or find you amazing and have a more passionate understanding and desire to get to know you. And why is this? It's because you're letting the real you out, finally. And don't we all love those free-thinking rebels who honestly don't mind what people think of them? Instead, they, they talk and they embrace who they are no matter what the circumstances. And I know these types of people have been my heroes and heroines for a long time. I wanted to be like these people. And now I'm starting to be. And this in itself makes me feel proud of me and appreciative of me of who I am now. 
Now, all your, your false politeness does is to make you become someone you're not. But I imagine you want to feel this freedom too, to feel free to be you. Now, the first step is acknowledging that you are socially conditioned. Most people are. The second step is starting to say no, sticking with that no and allowing the fallout to happen as it will. Having healthy boundaries is absolutely paramount in changing from being alive for others to being alive for ourselves. Now, the third step is putting your voice out there, be it on social media, in discussion groups in person, online, or even with your family. Putting out the alternative voice and then allowing the criticism to come. The fourth step, which is the hard step, is allowing yourself to be triggered. Because believe me, in the beginning, you will be very triggered by the criticism. You will take it as an insult and feel that they have no right to call you that. While secretly worrying they could be right. Because of self-doubts. But if you allow yourself to receive enough critique so that it becomes simply noise on the, the periphery of your senses, you will begin to change how you experience it. And the fifth step is laughter, humour and finding the critique entertaining. Acknowledging that you are the things they say and finding this amusing that it no longer insults you. For example, I get called stupid, thick, mean, crazy and I just tell myself they're right. I can't be this way. I have many moments like this, so it's no longer an insult. In the accepting of the criticism as true, we take back our power and simply own it. Then we can have fun and play when people are critical. I like to thank people who do this for being dear angels or or sweetie pies. Yes, I'm annoying the hell out of them sometimes, deliberately, but I'm okay with that. Because rather than being annoyed with me, I let them be annoyed. As they came to me with their criticism, I didn't go to them. And the final step, I'm not there yet, is to not even need to do anything in response at all. Sometimes I just let them get on with their negativity and insults and other times I laugh back. But I guess the more sage-like response is to do nothing. But maybe it's not. Who knows? I can imagine some wise guru or wise sage not always being peaceful and calm and kind. All I know is that I feel a lot better about who I am now than I did many years ago. And it pays to remember that as humans we are a mixed bag of love, peace, sadness, anger, hypocrisy contradictions, fear, joy, and so much more. So the more we can allow our humanity, the better we feel. I encourage anyone who is feeling stuck communication-wise and feels perhaps trapped in politeness and social conditioning to start making these changes 
But, and it's a big but, you risk losing people. Because those who will not accept the true you may fall away. And this is good. The right people will join you at the right time. So happy deconditioning journey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Kelly Martin Speaks. Now, if you have a question or a topic you're struggling with right now, and you'd like me to answer on an upcoming podcast episode, please do get in touch. Your name will be confidential, or I can name you if that's what you'd like. Email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com. Or you can message me on Facebook via my page, Kelly Martin Speaks. And don't forget, if you feel that others are passing you by and the not good enough voice is screaming loudly, pop by kellymartin.co.uk to find out all about my books, including Book One, When Everyone Shines But You. You can also support my channel via my podcast page on my website, kellymartinspeaks.com. Dot co.uk via PayPal, or you can buy me a coffee via coffee. I really appreciate these donations because they keep me going and it's very encouraging to keep writing and podcasting. Until next time, bye for now. You've been listening to my podcast, Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd really appreciate your feedback. If you're listening on iTunes, please give me a review. It helps me be seen and heard by those that need it. You can also follow me on kellymartinspeaks.co.uk where you can read my blogs, find out about my book series and subscribe to my monthly newsletter. I'm also all over social media. So search for me via Kelly Martin Speaks on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.